All right, Dr. Brian McKay, Core Health and Darien, what's new with knee pain? Well, seems like there's a lot of running going on these days with the uh, COVID-19. People need to get out there and exercise. But um, along with that, you know, you got to get your exercise in. You're going to, you know, ding that knee a little bit. Uh, I want to talk to you, just, you know, go over, you know, some basic knee information to make you a little bit more educated. But the one thing I got to stop and tell you is, okay, first of all, yeah, I'm a chiropractor. We have a physical therapist on staff, massage therapy. So it's not just all one, you know, all, everything's adjusting. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, we have a great program called the Neon Track Solution. We combine a couple a couple different modalities you're not going to get really anywhere. I mean, it's, it's a unique service, but it's really fantastic. But that's that's not what I really want to go over. I want to go over common stuff that you should know. I mean, when you have knee issues, okay, one of the best things to do is lose weight. I mean, everybody can afford, well, not everybody, but most people can afford to lose a little bit of weight. And when you have pain, you know, throw some ice on it when you're done. You know, if you're running, you know, you feel a little bit, a little bit of a twinge. Um, what I have found, though, as an aside, is that sometimes the you, you can adjust, like the, the tibia, the femur. That's the big. The, the femur is the top bone. The tibia is the lower bone that would make up the knee, and then you have the fibula, which is really just an accessory bone. Uh, it would not really involved as much with knee pain. Could be to a little, to a lesser degree, but very rarely. So, I mean, that's the best thing you can do is, like, you know, you can brace it. Bracing is, you know, does help. I mean, you put one of those elastic sleeves on it before you go out for a run. You stretch. But, I mean, the idea is if, if the pain keeps coming back, well, you know, you got a bit of a problem. So, let's go over basic things. You know, what's a, what's a sprained knee? A sprained knee is where you have stretching or tearing of the fibrous tissues connecting the legs, of the, you know, leg bones at the knee. You know, so, you know, muscle pain, swelling, knee pain. Yeah, you can also have a little bit of redness in there, um, you know, the swelling for sure. That's typically what the lower grade, you know, type. And, and the sprains are, are broken down to different grades, you know, one, minor, two, more so, three, severe. And it also kind of relates to how long it's going to take to get better. You know, grade one is going to heal pretty quickly and pretty much on its own. Two, not so much. You know, you may take a non-steroidal to get, uh, get yourself feel a little bit better. Now, an ACL. ACL stands for anterior cruciate ligament. And then there's also the PCL, which is the posterior cruciate ligament. So what happens here is the, the ACL is, you can, have, you can tear a PCL, posterior cruciate ligament, and still not have any, and still not need surgery. A torn ACL depends if it's a partial tear or a, a total tear. It's more serious. It's, 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 it, it's they create like a crossing. And again, it's, so you have two way you're, you're anchoring, um, the femur, you know, through the through the, the anterior cruciate ligament and the posterior cruciate ligament to the tibia. And here you can have knee pain, swelling, uh, almost like the knee giving out. I mean, sometimes you have an ACL, you know, it, it says partially torn. You may be on crutches for a while just to just just to just to keep pressure off the knee. It could be that bad. And that's good. You know, an ACL injury is a, is a good four to six weeks before you do anything. And when you do go back to exercising, you got to cut things in half. Like, um, say you're on a treadmill and you can't go hit it hard after even four to six weeks after an ACL, depending on if it's a partial tear versus a complete tear. A complete tear, you probably need surgery right away, too. Don't, 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 don't wait around hoping they're going to reconnect.
because that instability is going to really mess you up and the pain just pain's not going to get any better so the posterior cruciate is not as important you can kind of uh but the acl is one and it has to do with how the the knee is like a hinge joint and so when you when you move you know it, it's kind of like the elbow very similar but the these ligaments help allow for for movement you know control movement you know they attach bone to bone so that's a ligament think about it. bone to bone connection so when that bone to bone connection is off you're going to have those accessory muscles i mean with an acl injury it's not too hard to figure out that these uh you know can also lead to what's called patellofemoral syndrome but the ac with the acl the anterior cruciate ligament the vast is medialis which is like the in if you rub the inside of your knee that and probably the rectus femoris the vastus lateralis is, is at the outside of your leg. That may get a little strained, but I would say the vastus medialis and the, um, the rectus femoris are the muscles that are probably going to feel it. And then in the leg, believe it or not, on the side of the fibula, I think you're going to come up against some of the issues with the, uh, tib the fibula with the tibialis anterior. That muscle I find a lot of times with, um, with, with this, this presentation. So... Again, ACL. So let's dive into patellofemoral. And um, what the patellofemoral syndrome is, 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 is this cartilage. There's cartilage all over. If cartilage that lines the joint, then you have the, the meniscus, and then you have the, uh, well, the meniscus is the cartilage, but I mean, you have a synovial fluid in the joint. But the, the cartilage under the kneecap, this is more close to the surface. You, know, you could, uh, ding, a trauma is going to pretty much, I mean, it's, you know, just happening with that issue, I, I don't see it that often. Um, then again, you know, I'm a chiropractor, not a knee surgeon, so I mean, probably so sometimes you have to shave down that because it irritates. So the underneath the patella, okay, the patella is that bone that goes in the front that moves up and down. You have uh, the ligaments that attach that to bone to bone. They're actually the rectus femoris part of that it ties into that as well. And you're going to have probably the thing with patellofemoral, you're more likely to have knee pain for sure, stiffness, chronic stiffness is a big one. And you're going to have uh, gait abnormalities. You know, you're going to walk funny because of the mechanics. I want you to think about the knee as, okay, as a hinge, but at the last minute it had kind of twists a little bit. And that twist is where you kind of, um, it's, it's going to irritate more of the cartilage and stuff like that. And uh, it really, which leads to, DJD. You know what DJD stands for? Osteoarthritis. All right. You're running the mill osteoarthritis. arthritis, we cannot help. Um, certainly not with the neon track solution. It, it, it just it doesn't work. Um, rheumatoid is an autoimmune disorder, and that can affect the joints. It, 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 it's psoriatic. And another type of arthritis that is a rheumatoid variant that will also have implications in the joints so psoriatic you see people you know psoriasis is the skin part of it psoriatic arthritis is where it also affects the joints and you're going to have redness some serious pain and it, the, the medication for that's called biologics and those are expensive you're on that you know the, but um, again i i don't treat psoriatic um I, so i really don't have much experience with it because it's just patient comes in with psoriatic i just refer them out to, to a rheumatologist. So with osteoarthritis, that's more like you're getting old, little creaks, you know, twinge in the hinge. And what happens is the surface, the, the, the surface, the articular surface of the 
of the of the femur as it relates to the tibia. Again, the fibula is just really not doesn't really play into it that much at all. And and it's, you know the other thing with that is after a while because it's chronic, osteoarthritis takes a long time to go in there. And and you know again that's where losing weight's pretty good. And like uh, we all can lose a little uh, a little weight. That's for sure. I mean. Uh, my, myself included. So anyhow, so you're going to have more stiffness, but you're also going to have some more instances of low back pain when you have osteoarthritis or DJG, DJD, which stands for degenerative joint disease. All right, moving on to the next exciting thing that could go wrong with your knee is bursitis. Bursitis is inflammation in the fluid-filled sacs that act as cushions. So it's kind of a fat, it's really... It's like a fatty pad, and it can get inflamed. Um, it can get infected as well, so it's just so something to be aware of. And then what you're going to have there is you're going to have joint pain, pain on movement because it kind of helps glide. Like um, if you take a look at your hand, there's bursters on the if you just move like as if you were playing the piano and stare at that hand as I'm doing right now. There's tiny little bursters underneath the uh, the tendons and allows it to move easier over over certain areas where there's you know, there's different joints. So a burst is just a, a fluid, but basically a fat sack, and it gets inflamed, okay? It could be, you know, repetitive sprain strain. Like, uh, bursitis with tennis people is is, uh, is is probably fair to say a, uh, is, is, is pretty common. You know, you see aggravation with that. All right, so let's go back. What is the knee on track, and how does, why would you even give a damn? Neontrack is a it's a program. We use a special couple couple special things that you're really not going to get. One, it's a process called trigenics, where we work certain muscles that tend to be affected more often than not. Um, we stretch those out a certain way, and then the neon track machine is a specialized traction unit that kind of milks the joint and helps produce synovial fluid. It's a lot less synovial produced as you get older, so the synovial fluid gets. Um, Helps helps get producing more, and it's done with the chondrocytes, which are the cells that line the synovium. So that it's, but then we also have this thing called the matrix. This thing, this machine, uh, and what it helps to do is it helps the cells, the chondrocytes, to regrow. The thing as you get older, what what's working better? Well, you know, people think stem cells is a fountain of youth. Well, as far as the joints concerned, the matrix machine is a fountain of youth for your knee if you have knee pain. Um, not to say that stem cells don't work. I just don't have any experience with them. Um, but I would have to say, you know, basically the neon track program, if you want to avoid surgery, if you had surgery, we could take you on, but I would take you, if, if you had, say you've had total knee replacement, didn't work. Well, give us a try because it very well could work. So I hope I haven't, I hope I think these are pretty good because you learned a lot of me. I think, you know, go through different conditions that uh, typically going to affect the knee. I mean, there are others like trauma. You know, I, I don't think I got to tell you on that one. But listen, thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Brian McKay, Core Health and Darian. You got a question, 203-656-3636. I hope you're COVIDing well. And thanks for listening.